0: Welcome to Transforming Minds, Transforming Lives, a podcast series of RCCG, Living Spring Pittsburgh. Stay tuned for our senior pastor, Boyga Esso. Second Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7 to 8, finishing well. The Bible says in Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 7, Paul the apostle wrote out for the good fights. I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. I fought the good fight. I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing." Paul was living. He was about to depart this world after doing so much. And this guy said, look, I fought a good fight. I mean, he was living. And said, look, I've done well. You know, that was everything I need to do I've done. Everything that is in my power to do, God has enabled me to do them all. Is my prayer when you are finally, finally living. That will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. It's possible you haven't done too well this year because of your lasciviousness because of your lethargy. Amen. Paul said look I've done all there is to do. I've crossed the T's. I've dotted the i's I've labored by the grace of God. I've done all I have to do because it's always a collaboration between divinity and humanity. Everything God will do in your life. Everything God will do in this world is always a collaboration between God and man. That's why God is always seeking for a man to walk with or to walk through. So it's never all just up to God. No, it's always divinity and humanity combined. But God has no issues, He's always man. So many times what God wants to do may not get done because somebody is just not cooperating with God. But grace will come upon you, and from today onwards, you'll be cooperating with God in every facet of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, so I've fought a good fight, so I've finished the race. Ah. These are a powerful testimony. So I've kept the faith. I've been faithful through it all. I've kept my gaze on Jesus. I've been focused on his word. I've not deterred, I've not deviated. What he told me to do, I've done them. I mean, it was a good scorecard for Paul. It's also my prayer you also have a good scorecard in Jesus' mighty name. Fight the good fight. How do you finish well? Fight the good fight. Because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against powers and principalities. We wrestle against spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly places. that says, therefore, take out the old armor of God that will be able to withstand in the evil day, and that will do all to stand. You see, Satan doesn't have too much power. But his power lies in his deception. His power also lies in his persistence. Satan doesn't give up. Years when you are smoking hot, he may leave you alone, but you can bet it he will come back. He doesn't give up. His power lies in his deception and in his persistence. So, we actually are warring against spiritual wickedness in high places. Principalities we cannot see. You can't be too sophisticated for the devil to leave you alone. If I likes you, where you are sophisticated, where you don't believe all these things. Ah! He likes it. I'm not saying you should live your life looking out for demons in everything, you know. Some people look out for demons in their food, look out for demons in their spawn. You know, no, no. I'm not saying you should go around looking for demons in everything. But for God's sake, there's a fight to be fought. Say, so we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in high places, rulers of the darkness of this world. Say, so but take on you the whole armor of God that you'll be able to withstand in the evil day and have done all to stand. Say, so submit yourself therefore to God. Receive the devil and they will flee from you. He's such a coward. That's just the truth. The Bible says, at the last times, when so people see satan lucifer say ah is this you you that you deceive the whole world that you are going about are you this small are you this inconsequential satan's so words people say ah, is this you yes it's not all powerful but his potency is in his deception and his persistence his potency is in his deception and his persistence amen so we have to learn to fight the good fights you have to learn to fight for your soul There's an enemy against your soul. There's an enemy that is fighting that you don't make it to heaven. You have to learn to fight for your inheritance. We fight from a point of victory. We don't fight for victory, but we fight from a point of victory because the victory has been won. We have the inheritance already. But God says you go in and possess the land. There's a part for you to play. Yet he's done it all. He's purchased our redemption, purchased our salvation, purchased our prosperity, purchased our healing, purchased everything there is to purchase, But God says you have to learn to also fight. Fight for your family. Fight for your health. Fight for your future. Because before every conquest, there's always a battle. Before every conquest, there's usually a battle. And it's my prayer, God, to teach our hands to war. He will also teach our fingers to fight. In the mighty name of Jesus. A winner is simply a committed fighter. Who keeps fighting until the victory comes. The only way I know you have played enough is when you have the answers to your prayer. Until the answer comes, you better keep praying. A winner is simply a committed fighter who keeps fighting till the victory comes. A winner is simply a committed fighter who keeps fighting till the victory comes. And you know, when you're in a fight, your allies matter. People that are in the fight with you matter a lot. David never lost a battle, yes. But David had mighty men all around him. Never you forget that. David was a strong warrior. But David never really fought alone. He had these mighty men. Yes, he raised them, but they were mighty men not the same. So if you are just by yourself, you are used to just fighting alone, I say, please, you better change your strategy. Because on battles, you will never by yourself be able to overcome them. You need support. You need prayer support. You need emotional support. That's why at times, in times of trouble, we have to create a network of prayers. We have to let people know what's going on in our lives. So prayer cover matters. It matters a lot. David was mighty because he had mighty men fighting along with him. The Bible talks about one of them. 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 9 to 10. 2 Samuel 23, verse 9 to 10. They call him Eleazar, the son of Dodo. The Bible says he was in a battle one day and his hands became weary. He was so tired. And just kept fighting. In other words, this guy was fighting. He was fainting. He kept on fighting. He was tired. He kept on fighting. His hands were stuck to the sword. He kept on fighting. You don't stop fighting until the victory is totally won. No, 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 you don't stop fighting. Yes, you may get tired, but that's why we have the Holy Spirit. It's by grace through faith. You need grace for this race. Amen? So it's my prayer, maybe you are tired, receive freshness. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they will run, they will not faint. Please fight the good fight. It's a good fight because the outcome is already predetermined in our favor. They a fight, a good fight of faith. Paul said, I fought a good fight. It's a good fight because we are fighting from a position of victory, not fighting for victory. It's a good fight because we have powerful allies who will never desert us. We have powerful allies who will never desert us. We have God, the Father, who is the judge. We have God, the Son, who is praying, our advocate praying for us, who is our defense and before God. We also have God, the Holy Spirit. Those who are with you in the day of battle matters a lot if you have weak allies your outcome will be weak but if you have strong allies nobody can just come and run you over It's my prayer you will not be run over in the mighty name of jesus It's my prayer god will arise for you and you will fight all your battles in the mighty name of jesus one way to finish well is to keep fighting fight for your soul fight for your inheritance fight for your career whatever you think is yours that actually rightfully belongs to you learn to fight Fight for more territories. Fight for that promotion. Fight in prayers. had value to yourself in every which way. Keep fighting, because that's the only way we can become strong. The Bible says so clearly. It said God teaches my hands to war, my fingers to fight. God will teach your hands to war. He will also teach your fingers to fight in Jesus' mighty name. So one way to finish when is to keep fighting. Another way to finish when is actually to finish. Paul said, "I have fought a good fight." Say, look, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. Another way to finish well is to finish the race. Make up your mind. Make up your mind that if God be for me, who can be against me? War with God is a majority. When God is on your side, and you know he's on your side, you're a winner. That's why he says we are more than a conqueror through him that loved us. Make up your mind that if God be for me, who can be against me? War with God is a majority. When God is on your side and you know he's on your side, you're a winner. That's why it says we are more than a conqueror through him that loved us. That battle is not going to see your end. You will see the end of that battle in the mighty name of Jesus. So one way to finish is to finish well. That assignment you have with laziness not accomplished, go back and get it up. You can finish it in good time. Oh yes, that thing you know you should do that you haven't done, go back and finish it. The Bible says so clearly, it spoke to Zerubbabel. Says so not by might, not by power, is by my spirit says the Lord. Say so what is this mountain before Zerubbabel? you shall become a plain, and it shall bring forth the capital with shouts of grace, grace to it. In other words, God says to Zerubbabel, this mountain shall be removed. Say, so but go to the tip of the mountain and begin to shout grace, 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 grace. The only way to win is by grace. You need grace for the race. When you remove G from grace, you have grace. So grace and race, they are Siamese strings. They walk pari passu. If you don't know that you need grace for the race, you will get so exasperated so soon. You need supernatural ability. You need a power beyond you. You need what you call the second wind. If you always just rely on your own power alone, it's not by mind, nor power, it's by my spirit. The race is not to the swift, but the battle to the strong. The fact that you are strong doesn't mean you always win the battle. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. There is a hand that can carry you. There is a God that can actually back you up to the fullest. So I don't know whether your plate is full. Oh yes, you are a physician, you are a pastor, you are writing this, you are doing that. You need God more. Amen? Don't always rely on your own strength alone. You need grace for the race. So finish the race. That assignment, make up your mind, you will finish it. The year is not yet done, amen, finish. The way to finish right is to finish. Whatever is that assignment, finish. He said, the answer of Zerubbabel laid the father of this temple, his aunt also shall finish it. It is my prayer, the finisher's anointing will come upon you. It will also come upon me in Jesus' mighty name. We will be people that finish things and not just people that stop midway. That will not be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus also there's a race before you you have to realize that if you are born again you are washed by the blood of jesus there's a race there's a divine calling on every child of god if you are born again you are washed in the blood there is a heaven's mandate upon your life it may not be very massive but there's something god has called you to do there was a man called joseph of arimathea it was written about jesus that he will be buried in a new tomb after the crucifixion it was written and it was written that somebody would go to Pilate to collect the body and then bury the body in a new sepulcher. And that job was for Joseph of Arimathea. God had to ensure that Joseph of Arimathea became a high ranking guy in the society so that he were able to go to Pilate and collect the body. That was his own assignment, very critical assignment. There was another guy called Besselia. Besselia, you'll find his story in Exodus chapter 31. Exodus chapter 31 when they were building the Ark of the covenant in the wilderness, God needed a craftsman to do the job. And God anointed Besselil with skills, craftsmanship to be able to do the work. That was his divine assignment. God said "Look, an ark must be built in the wilderness. So basically was anointed to do that job. So nothing is too small. Nothing is too small when it comes to God. Yes, you may not be the Apostle Paul who was the Apostle to the Gentiles. But whatever thing God calls you to do, he keeps you to do it. He enables you to do it. You may not be Apostle Peter who is the Apostle to the Jews. But you have to have eternity consciousness. Bible says that life is more than just food and drink. That's serious. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 says life is more. Think about it. I don't know whether you think about it from time to time. That what is there to life? Is it just an empty-dumpty thing? What is there to life? There's more to life than just food and drink. There's more to life than you're secular. There's more to life than just food and drink. There's more to life than you're secular. Amen? There's a divine mandate. When you stand before God, God will judge you not by how much you are making per hour. He will judge you by the divine mandate, whether you carried it out or not. It may be small. There's a reason for you being in this church. There's a reason for you coming from that family you came from. So there's always a divine reason for everything we go to. Life is much more than food and raiment. It's my prayer as you begin to think about your passion, begin to think about what God has gifted you with. That's the easy way to find even your passion. Please, let's be ever conscious. Focus not just on this world. Life is much more. You become an helping hand to another person. Every day make investments in prayers, make investments in reaching out to the poor, make investments in praying for somebody, make investments in evangelizing, preaching, make investments in praying for the poor, praying for somebody who is in need. Every day make investments in the kingdom of God. Every day make sure you do something that is selfless every day. That's the way to live. Bible says, if you love life, make sure you don't speak guide that you see many good days. It's my prayer you will see many good days. In the mighty name of Jesus, so make up your mind; you will finish. Amen. Whatever thing you should finish, shall still be done. I was listening to my sermon some time ago. I just had myself say that go and clear your closets. I mean, I was saying to people, who you declutter yourself; don't carry junk into the new year." You know. So I was listening to myself, and I, ah, I preached this that same week. If you see my closet now, it's sparkling. The things I brought out took to Goodwill. When my wife came in, she saw what I did. She also. Cleared up our own thing too and took so much to good me. I'm trying to finish well. Because when you are so cluttered, you can't think well. You can imagine if I get into my closet, I'll be spending 15 minutes to bring out a set because I have to push through stuff. <laughs> I'm not proud to be saying that, but it's just the truth. This morning I just got there, everything was set. So finish well, finish the assignment. Go and declutter, please. Finish well, finish well, finish well, finish well. Paul said, I kept the faith, I didn't lose my focus. I kept the faith, I didn't lose my focus. This is big. The only reason why men fail is broken focus. Whatever thing you focus on magnifies. Whatever thing you put before your eyes, over time, that's what you become. It's so powerful, this concept. Whatever thing you put before your eyes over time, that's what you become. If you keep putting scriptures on your eyes over time, over time, you will become it. Keep the faith. Paul said I kept the faith. I didn't lose my gaze. Looking onto Jesus, the author, the finisher of your faith, who for the joy said before him endured the cross. What are you putting before you? What are you putting before you? What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? What you put before you is what you become. I have enough thing to grapple with. I don't want to hurt to what I'm grappling with. No, 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 no. So you better be careful. What you listen to? What are you putting before your eyes? What are you listening to? What are you putting? Because whatever thing you put before your eyes, you will see in your life is a matter of time. Whatever thing you put before your eyes, you will see in your life is a matter of time. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Keep the faith. If you fall, get up again. Say the righteous man falls seven times and he keep getting up. The devil, yes, may set traps. The Bible says don't wait in ambush at the home of the ungodly. Say, don't raid the house where the godly live. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. Don't wait in ambush at the home of the ungodly. Say, don't raid the house where the godly live. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. One disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. Yes, Satan can trip you, but you get up again. Satan can trip you, but he doesn't have the final say. Amen? Because that great ally is working for you. So please don't remain in the Mary clay. Don't remain in the Mary clay. The sin is that you remain in the Mary clay. Yes, you fall, get up and begin to run the race because there's a race before you. The sin now becomes when you now fall and you refuse to get up. That is the sin and it's a big sin. So please lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance. The rest, as they said, before us, looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, over the joy that was before him, endure the cross, despising the shame. Lay aside every weight, and the sin that also easily ensnares us, let us run with endurance. The rest, as they said, before us, looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, over the joy that was before him, endure the cross, despising the shame. The Bible says, for yet a little while, and he who is coming will come, and will not tarry. So the just shall live by faith and if anyone draws back my soul shall have no pleasure in him but we are not of them who draw back to perdition we are of them who keep on believing to the saving of the soul the bible says and keep on asking say ask and keep on asking and you will receive say seek and keep on seeking and you will find say knock on the door and keep on knocking and the door shall be opened. say for whoever asks and keeps on asking receive for whoever seeks and keep on seeking, finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened for him. Say, ask, and keep on asking, and you will receive. Say, seek, and keep on seeking, and you will find. Say, knock on the door, and keep on knocking, and the door shall be open. Say, for whoever asks, and keeps on asking, receive. For whoever seeks, and keeps on seeking, finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened for him. Is my prayer you receive grace for the race? Is my prayer you will finish well? In the mighty name of Jesus? Is my prayer God will fortify you? Fortify you, your spirit man? In the mighty name of Jesus? Is my prayer even though you may fall, you will get up again? In the mighty name of Jesus? Is my prayer you will not be overpowered, overcome by the enemy? In the mighty name of Jesus? Is my prayer you will not be overpowered nor overcome by the enemy? In the mighty name of Jesus? As you seek the Lord, you will find Him. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you put his word before you, you will become that word. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you put Jesus before you, the image of Jesus shall be seen upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you put Jesus before you, the image of Jesus shall be formed in your mind. In the mighty name of Jesus, you'll be a joy to many generations. In the mighty name of Jesus, on this side of eternity, you will leave your print for the sands of time. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will not expire before your time. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will live out your full days. You will finish well and finish strong. I see you working on the platform of grace. I see you being established on grace platform. In the mighty name of Jesus, your name shall be grace from henceforth. In the mighty name of Jesus, your name shall be grace from henceforth. In the mighty name of Jesus, God will empower you. He will grace you. He will help you to do the impossible in the mighty name of Jesus. As you seek the Lord, you will find him. In the mighty name of Jesus. The psalmist said, I sought the Lord, Psalm 34, verse 4, and he heard me. Delivered me from all my fears. Said, they looked to him and they were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. I sought the Lord and he heard me. Delivered me from all my fears. Said, they looked to him and they were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and save him out of all his troubles. It's my prayer, God, to save you from all your troubles. In the mighty name of Jesus. How do you finish well? Learn to fight the good fight of faith. How do you finish well? Finish. Finish the race. How do you finish well? You keep the faith. How do you finish well? Seek the Lord. And as you seek him, you will find him. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. And make sure you subscribe for more great podcasts.